Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. I'm Alex. I'm Harry. Today, Harry and I are looking at an article by Rodolphe Dutel on Medium.com about how to give feedback to remote employees. And I think this falls right into your wheelhouse, Harry, as you tend to be the one of the two of us who is giving feedback more often. Yeah, I suppose so. And I think it goes in both directions. Though. I think, you know, my experience as an employee, one of the things that this kind of article is kind of pointing out, and it is incumbent upon managers to kind of sort this stuff out. It's not the responsibility of an employee, but I think it's a helpful thing to kind of keep in mind is is the kind of empathy thing that that basically this whole article kind of leans on. And I think if you can be empathetic as as an employee as well as a manager, you can understand perhaps some of the stuff that's going on and some of the feedback that you might get. I think it's quite easy for a manager to kind of panic or, you know, get a get a, an angry email from a client or discover something's gone wrong with a project or whatever and and then sort of send an urgent email which might come across and be interpreted as kind of short or angry or whatever. And I think if you're able to sort of receive communication with an understanding, with an empathetic kind of mind mindset, you can perhaps not get kind of carried away. I know I used to, when I was working as an employee, I'd get sort of, I'd read into every message that was sent to me and I would kind of really get carried away with what, what does this person mean by, by this comment? You know, am I going to get fired next week? Or, you know, is this, is this a real, what have I done here? Yeah, exactly. What's the significance of that full stop at the end of that sentence? Is exactly. That- I think it's so easy to read into that stuff. And, and actually what I've realized as I've sort of transitioned into being more of a manager role is that it's so rarely the case. <laughs> You're just most of the time just interested in getting across the information you need to get across in an, an efficient way. And I think it's it's also apparent when you're when you're an employee, if you think about it, you know, I very rarely sit down and spend a huge amount of time caring about the exact content of a message. So I don't know why in my weaker moments I expect everyone else does. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, I suppose that's a that's a way to start this is a very managery way to start the conversation because it's like well employees kind of think about think about the manager which is not what this article is about it is definitely kind of the the role of the manager and the manager's responsibility to to kind of be thinking about the way they're communicating with their team i think you mentioned something really interesting there though, this idea of like yourself or people being breakwaters for feedback you know as it moves up or down the chain i think that's really interesting because it can definitely be the case that sometimes feedback comes sort of externally to you it's given to someone and then the urgency with which it was given to someone else is then passed directly on to you and it creates this weird sort of waterfall of anxiousness waterfall of anxiousness exactly and also kind of a chinese whispers sort of effect and and actually you're not really yes. sure you don't know where <laughs> this this panic and anxiety is originating from how far up the chain it comes from or how actually significant it is because for example if your if your manager is one that's received a message from their manager or their client that said that said something bad or 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 has sort of hinted at a potential problem that can then be interpreted in a way that sort of seems even more dramatic than it really is and so then the the employee on the end is sort of dealing with two times the the anxiety and um so yeah i think i think it's important to kind of keep that in mind as an employee, just trying to keep things in perspective and, and really just take things on face value as much as possible. Because yeah, that reading into things just, just definitely doesn't help. But no, I think managers, when we're working remotely, the, one of the 
the biggest problems is there's not there's not that kind of face to face interaction. That kind of I sound like quite techy, but there's such a high fidelity kind of form of communication as when you're face to face and you can read body language and facial expressions and all this kind of stuff. And video calls definitely are a huge help, but it's never as kind of yeah high fidelity as I said in terms of how personal it, it sort of really is. So I think it's important to come kind of come up with sort of structured ways to to deal with things proactively and rather than sort of um you know assuming things are okay because you're not in the same room as everybody you're just going to assume that everything's fine until it's not and what i've learned is that that's definitely not the best way to approach things just having really regular check-ins is is super important to kind of make sure everyone's on track and and sane <laughs> so yeah i guess we can go through each of these points from the article just briefly one by one to kind of go into a bit of detail on that because we've just sort of talked generally about the subject so the first one is to proactively set up feedback sessions and i think that's it's basically just a a regular uh one-on-one catch-up with with each of your team members Uh, and i also think just like regular catch-ups as a team as well is really important so that's definitely something that that we need to do more of internally i know i've not done a good enough job of that of making that sort of a, a regular habit for all of us so i think that's a good one how, do, how does what do you think from a, an employee point of view yeah i think it would almost be better to have a tiny bit too much and then worst case scenario you do just spend time catching up with someone rather than having a pointed feedback session as it were yeah I, that's that's kind of i'm sort of taking this as that as well like i don't think everything has to be about feedback directly to do with work and performance i think it's more just about knowing the people you're working with and and having the opportunity to kind of mention things as they're relevant, but just sort of actually more giving them, the team member, their opportunity to kind of bring up stuff that might be important to them. Yeah, and striking the balance between having like a a pointed, directed session and just waffling. Exactly. Being intentional about context. So yeah, I think this is kind of what we've touched on is, is just genuinely caring about the people that you're working with having empathy which they talk about in another section as well and we all naturally care about the people well hopefully unless we're all you know sociopaths care about the people that we work with and so that should be something that we naturally do but as, as we've kind of touched on it becomes really easy to to get into habits while working remotely of not doing that so i think it's something we have to kind of proactively make sure is happening um empathy as we've said is i think goes in both directions but super important and even more important again when we're not kind of in the same room together and face to face yes because as as soon as you end a call with someone and you're not talking to them they then transition into this imaginary version of themselves that you have in your head and they're off doing stuff and you're like oh what's what's going on and yeah exactly talk to yeah. them the next time and you remember that it's it's just pointless to have your mind run like that yeah it really is but easily done, or at least, yeah, in my experience anyway. Yeah, um, I was going to say, if you have any tips on not doing that, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. my tip is just don't. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Because I, th- I think, like, my wife talks about this. She loves working for the company she works for, and I think she really, I think a lot of people do, actually, and maybe not everyone talks about it, but really kind of craves that feedback to make sure that she you know, once she, now she's been working for the company for, I think, three years, she feels really comfortable in her position and she understands, you know, her, her position in the hierarchy, which like it or love it is a thing. And so she feels very comfortable in her situation and and understands that she's not as insecure as she was in the first year where she was really trying to find her feet and understand like what 
if there was context behind emails or how her performance was or if she was living up to expectations of her role and so on. And I think once you once you slowly get to know the people that you're working with better, you, that sort of reading into of emails and so on just kind of starts to relax over time and you and you just sort of realize, okay, you know, I know where I'm at in, in this team and the, and the role that I play here. I think it's a good point. Sometimes working from home is treated as though your your job fundamentally changes, which I don't think it really does. I think the way in which you do it does, but the dynamics are still at play, even if you're all having fun messing around with Zoom backgrounds. Exactly. Yep. Totally. So then genuinely inviting feedback. And I guess this is just about giving your team the opportunity to or a platform and a, a yeah a chance to kind of bring up things that they might you know need to talk about whether those are difficult things straightforward things or or kind of slightly less comfortable things like this kind of article points out kind of asking for time off or you know whatever whatever the thing might be that some people might kind of find difficult to kind of ask for up front and kind of really just making sure you're giving them an opportunity and a platform to to bring those things up how how do you how do you feel about that side of things from your perspective some are more difficult than others. I think I have pretty much all my life hated talking to people about money in yes. any form at yeah. all. I just I don't like doing it. It's even if I'm well within my rights, but yeah, it's, it's not a conversation I like having. After I've had it, usually it's it's like a you know monkey off your back. But totally, yeah, yeah. This reading this article is helpful for me to to make sure I'm kind of bringing those things up regularly. So that's it for today's episode. What works for you when you're working from home? Let us know, wfh at lowerstreet.co. Also let us know if there's any tips you'd like to hear or topics you'd like us to cover. And remember to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it. And join us for new content every weekday. day.